Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. I don't Happy. know what that was. <laughs> Happy winter. Happy New Year, New You. Woo! Oh, that's such a bad name. I don't know why they took that on. Well, it's not new as far as New Year stuff, but it is a little different for them, I think. Yeah, I just don't, I think I just don't love this saying in general, though. Carrie's New Year, same you. Well, no. How about, this is the one I was going to use on my photography one, New Year, improve you. Does that, oh, not, does that not sound like a maniogram? That is good. It's definitely not catchy for movies, though. No, but the funny thing is, is it's like near, new year, new you. I bet it's all the same people. The same people who are watching these movies also watch the Christmas movie. So technically it's not a new them. No. And I was just thinking about the storylines for the month. And I think there's only really the one New Year's resolution one where she becomes maybe a new version of herself, you know, more open because the rest of them isn't really focused on that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. You know, know. what's funny is I was I was telling you this earlier that I was listening to the Bubbly Sesh podcast and they were doing these like superlatives and they're like, I'm really impressed with the variants and stories that they had this year. Like they all blend together in previous years, but this year I feel like they were all so different. And I was like, were we watching the same movies? (laughs) This isn't shade on the bubbly sesh, by the way, but... It was just like, I, as much as we talked about in our reviews that were like, oh my gosh, another trying to find out the story or another writer or another, you know, whatever. Violinist. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, really? And I mean, there were some unique stories I definitely feel like, but. They were unique like the first time and we were like, oh, this is exciting. This is new. And then it was like, oh, here it is again. I think if we're going to talk about truly unique storylines for Christmas thing, which is totally off topic from what we're going to talk about today. Yep. But if I'm going to think about it, I would say Cranberry Christmas is probably number one, the most different. I agree. And And I feel like I could probably throw in Christmas House. I felt like that one was pretty unique in that a, you know, the LBGT, well, I stumbled over that, didn't I? (laughs) Storyline. I'm not even going to try again. (laughs) <laughs> but also there was so it was so complex of a story with the different storylines between the parents and the the two sons and their storylines and the adoption and those kinds of things that made it unique. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's our Christmas there, wrap up. <laughs> there's our Christmas wrap up. The most unique movies of the year. We're past Christmas now. It's January. We're into yep. the winter movies on Hallmark. And we're going to be covering Taking a Shot at Love today. The first premiere of the year. Yeah, and I feel like they started out strong on this one. Yeah, so do I. Yay! We both <laughs> liked it! <laughs> I really like this movie. And really, from the opening shot where you see her beautiful home, it was like a character in itself. It was so pretty. The outside, uh, yeah. the outside was like a winter blue, which I was like, man, they haven't found a blue house. But then the inside, it was like winter dreams. I wish, I wish my house looked like that. Like right now it's still Christmas. <laughs> It'll be Christmas for a while. But if I had what she had, like all this greenery and 
white accents, I would totally do it. Yeah, I really loved the house too. And you know, like my dream, I was talking to my mom about this when I was there for Christmas. And I kept saying, my dream is to have a house with a detached garage and like a unit above the garage that you could either A, rent out if you wanted to, or B, I do, I'm doing photography. So I would like, I think it'd be really cool to have that as like a studio space. Mm -hmm. So she has my dream happening in this house. I know. And then you saw it. And a fire pit. I mean, it is called Huga Farms or Farm, whatever. So it makes sense that she has all the good things. Yeah, that's true. She had good parents who had good taste in homes because there's no way she could have afforded this by herself. Well, she was a professional dancer. I don't think she still would have. I don't know. She was. This looked like pretty nice. Ballerina. How much do they make? I have no idea. Let's find out. Yeah, because she wasn't a prima ballerina for long because she gets injured and then they move on and it's a whole thing. But she said they traveled around for a really long time. Remember a couple of years. It was going well for a couple of years. Yeah. I don't know. Also didn't have to have a house. Well, if you're traveling all the time, I know I have a friend who he drives trucks Mm -hmm. and he just, he doesn't have a house of his own. Well, he might now, but at the, like the last time I talked to him about it, he didn't have a house of his home of his own. He would just go stay at his dad's house when he was in town because he's always on the road and there's a cab with like a bed and stuff in the truck. So like he is staying, he has his home on the road all the time. So he was saving so much money because he didn't have to pay for utilities. He didn't have to pay for rent. He doesn't have to pay for insurance. He didn't have to pay for any of these things. So could be something like that. And this says principal dancers can command much higher paydays, such as three to $5,000 per, per performance as guest stars with major companies. The top ball- ballet dancers can pull in an upwards of $190,000 a year. I mean, that's pretty good. I just, I don't know. I feel like this, this whole area is expensive. I'm just saying. If she was if she was traveling for two years making hundred and ninety thousand dollars and wasn't didn't have a bunch of other bills, she could have wow. four hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank. I would like to have that much sitting in the bank. I know, right? <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on from the house. Yes. <laughs> Although it does tie into my first like one of my comments, which was I loved their meat cute. Yeah, it was different. It was it was different. It was unique. And he was very impressed with the house. <laughs> I know. He, he shows up. He's like, oh, wow, this is better than a hotel. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, gosh. It was cute. Him just kind of chilling out in her home. Yeah. And she's like, what the heck is this random guy doing in my living room? <laughs> <laughs> she handled it better than I would have. I think so. T- I think I agree with you. But I mean, at least he's a cute guy hanging out in your living room. And that makes all the difference, really. (laughs) Between serial killer and your future husband. (laughs) So true. Although, Luke, you're getting in that demographic of serial killer. Oh, Luke. He's so cute. And he really, he really looks a part of a hockey player. Like, this role was kind of made for him, I think. And I thought he made a good ballerina or ballet taking person as well. Like, I was trying to think of other leading men who would be good in this role and I couldn't really think of any I thought it would be odd but he just seemed to fit in yeah I think he did a good job too I thought it was he was really cute especially the close-ups of his like his feet where he was doing it improperly (laughs) it was cute yeah and wearing his little belly I don't know that they yeah belly slippers in his shorts (laughs) yeah I feel like okay I thought it was interesting because I feel like we never see any of the guy's legs because everyone always wears pants Uh uh-huh I never see 
shorts. <laughs> I never thought of that before, but I agree. I do have a question. Okay. Alexa is a dancer, at least mm-hmm. in some capacity. I don't know exactly what it is, but they had her and her husband had that one dancing movie, right? Yeah. And I know that they have a history in dancing. I just don't know what it is. Do you think she was dancing her own parts? Yeah, I think so. I just thought it was really interesting. There was one part where they're showing the close-up of like their feet, but it almost looked weird that they weren't showing the full body of them doing it. So I was yeah. like, why are they doing it this way? You could have just... Because I, I was thinking, I bet she knows these moves at least well enough to fake it for teaching. Teaching someone who doesn't know anything. Yeah. I think they just wanted a close up to get some different shots. Perhaps. I don't know that that was to hide like for their stunt doubles to come in. Well, they do stuff like that on like the ice skating where the people don't really know how to do it. Oh, yeah. I definitely spotted the, I mean, I didn't see it physically, but I knew it was there, like the plastic that they get dragged on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, well, they're definitely not skating right now. And then they would do the, the far off shot where the camera's way up in the stand. And I think they were doubles on the ice, too, even though they really weren't doing anything dangerous. Yeah, I think that they could have. I mean, he had to do pretty complex stuff, but yeah, I feel like in that one where they're on the ice together, there was no reason why they couldn't have just done those. Especially, it felt like he at least knew how to ice skate well enough that he wouldn't look like an amateur out there. <laughs> he wouldn't look like me. Yeah, I mean, they did well enough on some of the shots where that showed them on the ice. Yeah, so I really liked how they teased why she quit dancing. The first time she like stopped the conversation, and it was mm-hmm. very clear that there was more but I felt like they handled it really well like it came up a few times and they very much teased it but I was not expecting the reason that she quit dancing to be the reason that she quit dancing I mean the reason was she got injured in her no. boyfriend right well it was her boyfriend who moved on yeah her boyfriend moved on and then she quit because he was over the whole thing yeah but he moved on because she got injured and then he left her yeah but she came back she left. yeah but he'd already moved on when she caught back. I mean, I felt like she wouldn't have quit dancing if he hadn't moved on with the other ballerina. Yeah, I think it's kind of a dumb reason to stop. Why are you letting this guy dictate the rest of your career? Right. I don't know. It was different. I wasn't expecting that to be the reason. I was expecting her to say, oh, my my parent got sick or, you know, like one of these other reasons that you hear over and well, over they are, again. Well, they already used the dead parent excuse with the one guy who used to play hockey. It was like my dad died right before I was... Almost drafted to the (laughs) NHL. (laughs) How many of these excuses can you use in one movie? I know. Uh, I still liked it, though. (laughs) I did, too. And their banter was good. Yeah, it was really cute. I liked their... They like they liked each other. This is something I thought about as I watched it. I was like, do I see them more as friends or lovers? Because they make really cute friends, you know? Mm -hmm. But I can see by the end, I was on board. I was like, they're sweet. They have a good foundation. Well, I definitely also feel like he was coming around to the idea of it faster than she was. Mm -hmm. And I always like it where they make it clear that somebody is interested in the other one. It drives me crazy when they're like, oh, no, we don't have anything going on. I mean, that kind of did happen, but you could already tell she already felt that way. And she just didn't want to address it at the moment, you know? Keep it professional. Yeah. I have some random stuff on here. First of all, this is, like I said, this is random, but these towns having a winter fest right after I'm sure they had a Christmas fest. And I feel like this is pretty early on in the year because she's like, Happy New Year's at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, all these dang festivals, how much money does this town have? They had to have just torn down their Christmas decorations. Well, the little 
kiosks that people were at to sell stuff looked like they were from Christmas because they were bright red. I didn't even notice they were bright red. I'm colorblind, though, so somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Well, they might have been. I feel like they were bright red, though, and there was, like, several of them around the perimeter, so maybe they just reused them. I mean, I I mean, I hope they reuse them, and then they just put, you know, clear lights up instead of colored lights, but... I was like, how many dang festivals do we need? Maybe it's something that they do to keep people coming all the time. I see. So then February, we're going to have our love festival. Oh, gosh. Can it be called a love fest? (laughs) The love fest. (laughs) Can't be called lover fest, though, or else Taylor Swift will sue you. That's our concert series, which I will be going to when we can go to concerts again. And then it's going to be lover fest and folklore and evermore. evermore. And a fourth album, if she surprises us again, (laughs) it's going to be the longest fest ever. (laughs) That Taylor. I I know somebody who went to a Garth Brooks concert. So he stayed at home with his daughters for 11 years. Mm -hmm. And then when he went back on concerts, he came back and my friend went to go see it and see him in Charleston. And he did two hours of a concert with two hours of requests. Holy cow. I was like, this is insane. Why didn't I go to Charleston to see him? Because when I saw him, he didn't even sing sing shameless. And I was like, this is my, this is the whole reason I'm here. (laughs) You could have requested it. I know. If I was in Charleston, I could have requested it. Oh, that's sad. So maybe it'll be something like that where she has her lover fest and then takes requests for the other stuff. Maybe. I don't know. Taylor seems very planned out. She wouldn't leave anything up to chance. (laughs) Could be true. Someone pulling out tied together with a smile from like 10 years ago. I don't remember how to play that. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. I digress. Yeah, we digress. I thought it was dumb whenever she didn't know that her cousin works with hockey teams and she didn't know hockey. I don't know. Whenever these people act like they don't know the basic. Yeah. I I don't, I can't say that I know a ton of basketball teams. Basketball is like my least favorite sport. But if you said Golden State Warriors, I would be like, oh yeah, that's a basketball team. And he, he, she knows her, she has to know her cousin works for hockey teams. And he says a team and she's like, that's a hockey team? Well, and then she's like, the minor leagues are in their town. And she's like, oh, you're doing this because I live next to the, the stadium, right? And I'm like, how do you not know anything about anything if you live next to the stadium? I know. They have to have signs everywhere. People wearing jerseys. Like, you probably see players. <laughs> I just was like, ugh, this is annoying. I mean, it was only one scene where I was like, ugh. Well, I will say that I'm usually annoyed by her, but I was not as annoyed in this movie as I normally am. No, she wasn't over really perky or anything no so that was good yay these are like little scenes that i picked out but when she asks her landlord to not raise rent mm-hmm. he's like if there's anything i can do for you can you not raise rent i, was, I just allowed because like oh i wish that that's something we could do yeah because i've been thinking about that lately because i haven't now that i'm gonna say this i'm sure i'm gonna get something in the mail but i haven't gotten my what lease is it called request. yeah lease renewal request yet and normally they try to get me to sign it in december even though my lease isn't up until march and they normally you know raise the rent every year so i'm like oh man Man, I'm waiting on this. I hope they don't raise it because of COVID, but you know, they're probably going to do it anyway because they don't care. So <laughs> this scene just stood out to me. I was like, look at her trying to. Yeah. Trying to get him not to raise the rent, but he raises it anyway. And they try to make him out to be a nice guy, which I'm not saying landlords are bad people, but I'm like, why are you raising the rent? What's going on? 
How much are you raising it by? Well, you know, I mean, he has a point. He can't just make exceptions, I guess. If people found out, they'd be mad. Well, no, I don't think he should have just kept it lower for her. I find it interesting that she is not open to any solutions, though. Yeah, she shut down everything Luke said. And I'm like, he's giving you lots of great options that allows you to have this thing you do on the side that would bring in income and help you do what you love. And you're like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, because the hockey thing would be really lucrative. But she just has this hang up about nothing can be competitive. If you win in it, then I can't do it. I'm like, what? I wonder if it's because that girl took her spot. I mean, that's what understudies are for. If the prima gets hurt, you have to have someone step in to do the show. Right, but I wonder if it's because she felt like that person replaced her rather than just being the understudy that is filling your spot until you can come back. Maybe. That's a blot hole. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just giving <laughs> ideas here. But yeah, it, it was kind of annoying that she just kept shooting him down. Yeah. And then in the end, I mean, I'm trying to think what I don't happened. think they ever talked about it. They, the conversations were all about how they would make their relationship work. She didn't, we didn't resolve her problem. I don't think so. I feel like there was something about the kids hockey team taking her classes, which oh. I don't know why it, them being kids on a team is better than the NHL players taking her classes. Especially when the NHL players have lots of money you could charge them a higher rate i know just because they're playing for the stanley cup and the kids are playing peewee medals doesn't mean it's any different it's all competition maybe they're playing for a team where you don't get trophies there there are no losers we don't even keep score no comment (laughs) (laughs) one thing that i did love the handhold in the kitchen oh i was like this is so cute oh my gosh I love this. And his little look on his face when he like came over to grab her hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Luke. Okay. <laughs> he had a lot of romantic moments in this movie. He was very sweet, especially at the end with his lines. I was yes. just like, because he says something like, I'll always come back to you. Yes. And it's like, if you want me to. I'm like, oh my gosh. And before, That's so sweet. And before that, he had the line of she's like, I thought we said everything that needed to be said. And he's like, we didn't say anything that needed to be said. And I'm like, way to be a grown up. (laughs) Yes. I love that. I was like, yeah, get it, Luke. Yes. I I loved his character. He was funny. He was cute. I mean, which isn't really about his character. It's more about him. (laughs) Yeah. He was sweet. He wasn't like this. You know, sometimes they make the athlete, this typical kind of jerky character. Like if we think of love on the sidelines. Yeah. Or that guy was injured. He was mean. Or like just macho. Like Yeah. I mean, he was macho at the beginning where he's like, I can't take ballet. And he didn't want the kid to tell anybody that he took ballet. But and then he, the kid told him. Right. But I actually feel like he came around to being happy doing the ballet pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So I also love their hand holding on the side stage while the, <laughs> while the performance was going on. I was here for all the hand holding because they don't usually do that. I feel like. No, it was cute. But speaking of, I'm glad you brought up them on that stage because when he walked out on that stage, so it's a performance. So there's supposed to be a crowd in the seats. Like he walks out and normally if a celebrity, which he kind of is as an athlete, professional athlete comes out, you immediately hear the clapping, right? He came out 
And there was some clapping and yelling, but it was kind of quiet to me. And I'm pretty sure it's like COVID, not a reflection on him or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's because they just didn't fill the seats with actual people. Well, and like, I, this is kind of sad. I felt like after he introduced himself, I thought it was a pretty good woo, but maybe people didn't recognize him. I mean, although that lady was like, no, we recognized him. We just didn't want to bother him. So maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't, if it was me and I was just going to watch my kid at the ballet, I probably wouldn't know. Like if it was here in Raleigh, I wouldn't know who the, and the person played for the Canes or whatever. I would not have any idea. Well, it, they just made it seem like everyone knew him, though. Like, he got stopped in the streets and everything. So, so like, it, they're bigger popular on hockey enough. There. What? They're bigger on hockey there than we are here. Well, that, and I'm saying, I would recognize, um, oh my gosh, Sydney, what's his face, who plays for the Penguins. I would recognize him if he walked out on a stage, and that's professional hockey. I like, I would recognize major players. I don't even know Sorry, if I Kane. would recognize Wayne Gretzky if he walked out. I'd recognize him. But you you don't follow much hockey. I mean, I don't follow a lot of hockey, but. No, I don't watch hockey a whole lot. But even like, you know, me, I'm big on basketball. And still, unless you're like LeBron James or Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I for yeah. sure 100% know. I'll be looking up at you and I'll be like, huh, unless they played for UNC. I saw Bryce Johnson in the in the hospital one time and I was like, I know him. <laughs> I saw him in the hospital. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I work next to the hospital. So I was going to Starbucks and he was walking down the hall. They do a lot of volunteer stuff at the hospital. OK, players. that's a good explanation. <laughs> It's not like you walk by a room and he's laid up. With nope. I, I saw him walking in the halls of the hospital. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Well, we've established that we may or may not be able to recognize celebrities. Yep. <laughs> All right. Tell you one other thing that I loved. Yeah. The whole, can we talk somewhere more private? Yeah. I loved that sentence until he literally went to the Winterfest. Not private at all. <laughs> that cracked me up. I was like, could there be anywhere less private? But I guess technically it was less private than the people standing there wanting his autograph and lis actively listening to his conversation, probably. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that was cute. And they appreciate privacy. And their I love yous were so cute. I know we actually got I love yous. Sometimes I, they don't do it. I agree. They don't do it a lot. But I mean, it's only been 30 days. So this was kind of fast still. But <laughs> hey, my parents were engaged after three weeks. So it can yeah. happen, guys. Well, it hasn't happened to me yet. So <laughs> me neither. Okay. Can I tell you what I thought was hilarious? Yes. <laughs> okay. First of all, there's this winter storm. And I figured out that a winter storm in January equals ice, but winter storm in the Christmas movies equals snow. <laughs> because there was no snow during this winter storm. It was all ice. But that's not the funny part. I think the I know funny part, say. yeah, the funny part is the power goes out in Alexa's home. So she immediately gets a phone call from her friend. She's like, power out game night? Is it safe for you to come over? <laughs> So her friends drive through an ice storm where power lines are down because an ice storm and they decide to have a game night. Yet Luke's character, who lives on the property, can't walk walks across. through the ice storm and she's like, it's not safe for you. <laughs> I can't believe you, you chanced that and walked across there. You're letting your friends drive in this. <laughs> I was like, this is so unrealistic and crazy. I know. Like, I, I would never, ever, well, first of all, I don't call people on the phone, but if I did, 
I my first thought would never be, hey, Carrie, um, you want to come over for a game night? My power's out. It's storming out there with some ice. Sure, it's not safe at night. It's not even like sunshine. But yeah, come on over. And I'm then sure they, he ends up, they end up sleeping on the couches. or With the, a fire hazard. Okay. Do they not feel the need to blow all of those candles out? <laughs> they want to burn the house down. With their love. <laughs> oh, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got a fire going and it's night. Like you're sleeping. You don't. First of all, why are you lighting all those candles in the first place? Like there were. Okay. Oh, it was very romantic. It, it was, was very romantic. It was. But, but turning to a crisp is not romantic. No, not safe. Guys, not safe. There was just a lot of hazards that night. Apparently lucky we're- they made it through. There were no problems, though. The house didn't burn down. No, they survived. Yep. It was all good. My two random comments are, one, the very beginning of the movie, her friend is trying to get Alexa, like, to date her or whatever. And then she makes a comment of, like, how are you going to find your flannel man or something? And I thought this was going to be a thing throughout the movie that she's kind of like the mistletoe promise where she's looking for her mistletoe man. That's a like, mistletoe oh. secret, isn't it? Yeah, mistletoe secret. There is a mistletoe promise, though. There is. I think that's the one with Luke in it, where they promise to be each other's dates. Oh. I, Jamie King. I, yeah, Jamie King, I know, is in that one. Man, that must be why I said that. I don't know. Too many mistletoe movies. But anyway, I thought this was going to be like, oh, the mistletoe man? The flannel man. Because, you know, I searched for a flannel man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but, there was one point where he had a flannel shirt on, and I was like, there's your flannel man. But it never came back up again. No, it never came up. I was like, this is dumb. I really liked this. So that's one random thing. And then the other one was I like that they actually used a real, like the New York Rangers are a real NHL hockey team. Mm -hmm. And apparently they had real professional players in the movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was like, this is interesting. They didn't shoot in the actual arena or anything. This is all done in Vancouver, but it was still fun to see and interesting. Made it more real. Yeah, it made it look, those actual hockey scenes look like real hockey scenes. So are we ready to rate this thing? I am. All right. So for set, I gave it a five. Oh, because of the house. Because of the house. I gave it a four. Because of the house. No, Well, it definitely got a four because of the house. But I just felt like everything else was kind of like, okay, like that's fine. Yeah. I liked all the ice rinks. I liked the Winterfest place and her ballet studio was cute. So, but it was mostly the house. (laughs) Okay. For style, I gave it a four. Because I really liked all of her like comfy, cozy looks. It was all very casual, warm, like sweatshirt type things. I just didn't like her last dress. I didn't mind her last dress. I felt like it went really well. I liked aesthetically the dance that they did. And I felt like it went well with her kids. Mm -hmm. So that's why I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was the greatest dress in general. But because she matched the dancers. I didn't mind it as much, but I did not love her sweatpants that looked like they were like almost three sizes too big. I was like, wow, those are very oversized. I like the tops and everything, the oversized tops, just the pants at like specifically one point. She's wearing these gray ones and they're like rolled at the waist and they just looked very disheveled. Hmm. And I just that's I that's basically the only reason why I didn't what I didn't care for. But I gave it a four still, too. So. Yeah. And Luke looked really good in the casual hoodies. He looked really good the whole movie long. And uh, the only thing that I will say, they were wearing these beanies like they're cone heads. 
Did you notice that? <laughs> it was definitely making a point in the top, not like sagging or anything. It was just like elongated. I thought that's I, how you wore those. I mean, maybe it is. I pull mine down though. Whenever I wear beanies, like onto my head. I thought they still looked cute. I don't I mean, wear beanies, so. It didn't really bother me particular. I was just like, the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, this is the look we're going for because both the guys had it. I liked it. So storyline, I gave it a four as well. Even though it's norm- a hockey player, which is their favorite wintertime storyline, it seems. He wasn't paired with an ice skater. Yep. So I thought I liked it. Winning at life here. I gave it a four also. Woohoo! We're doing good. And then we're not doing candy canes anymore because it is no longer Christmas. <laughs> so instead we are doing snowflakes. For alliteration's sake. <laughs> yes. So we gave it, well, we, I don't know why I said we. I gave it four snowflakes. We gave it four snowflakes. Woohoo! Mind meld. <laughs> I will say, this is my top movie of the winter season so far. Yes, it is my number <laughs> one as well. <laughs> I feel like they actually did do kind of a different winter activity with the air hockey. Yeah, that was I like that, that scene. Cute. And I liked how she turned around and lost in poker. It wasn't mm. like one of these where one person is winning all the time, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we all gave it high scores and I gave it a love. I gave it a love also. Yay! Good job taking a shot at love. <laughs> now we'll see if I feel like there's only maybe one other contender for me that could take that down. And it's the Michael Rady one. I think Michael Rady one, I'm the only reason I'm not excited about it is because I feel like it just should have been first. I don't know why it wasn't first <laughs> over this weekend where everybody's talking about resolutions. And the snow kissed one. I think I like Jim Lilly a lot. The other one, yeah. I'm not the other two I don't really have super high hopes for. So we'll see if it happens. I feel like we should have ranked these the last thing. Do you want to rank them now to see if our guesses are right? On what oh, we that's think? a good idea because there's only we can't do that at Christmas. No, because there's way too many. <laughs> but we could rank these five. Yep. So which okay. one do you have? How, how would you rank them? Well, so far, since we've watched Taking a Shot at Love, that's got to be number one right now. And then well, I think the next number one, if you think that a New Year's resolution is going to be better. Oh, that's true. Okay. So my number one is going to be a New Year's resolution then. And then taking a shot at love. Then snow kissed, a winter getaway, and two for the win. I'm almost the same. I'm just going to go with, well, I'm not almost the same, actually, now that I'm thinking about this. I think I really liked the premiere of taking a shot at love. So I feel like even before this, I probably would have put that one as probably my number one. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to go snow kiss number two, a New Year's resolution number three, and then a winter getaway, and then two for the win. Hmm. These are these Well, are we shall see. The only one I think that might could be a dark horse is a winter getaway. That's I don't think two for the win is going to beat out. <laughs> any of these for me i don't think so sorry trevor donovan if you're listening oh sorry trev i just haven't been on his bandwagon lately because i didn't care for uss christmas that much either see i loved uss christmas so i'm totally on his bandwagon right now i just feel like it's not super compelling to me i mean i'm happy it's a skiing people instead of gating but other than that we've we've been here done that before yeah all right so that wraps up our episode yay yay So our next episode, we're going to be reviewing a New Year's resolution. Hopefully it's good. Yeah. um, I think Michael Rady is going to be the star of this guy. Yeah. He's going to pump up the points for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you all later. Yep. Bye. 
So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.